Hi, my name is John Petty and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. This episode I've entitled The Explorer. I don't know, I was maybe in fourth or fifth grade, maybe even sixth grade, that my mother took me to downtown to a dental office for a visit. He was a older man, the dentist, and went in and just said, I'm just going to check you out. I got in the chair. They put the uh, bib around my neck, and I was there. He took the instrument out and, you know, open wide, was probing around in my mouth. He hooked my gum, not the outside of my mouth, but he hooked the instrument, the little sharp, pointy, metal hook thing that he was probing around on my teeth. He hooked it into the gum around my teeth. Now, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, acting here, but I said to him, you've hooked my gum. you got the thing in my gum. The dentist replied, no, I don't. You hooked my gum. You got it in my mouth. With that, he said, no, I don't. Watch. And he yanked on the instrument. I don't want to get too graphic here, but uh, obviously he had hooked it into my gum. It hooked it rather deeply. And when he yanked on it, he did not just simply pull it out of my mouth. I mean, he gave it like he was opening a bottle cap or something. Blood comes out of my mouth down onto the bib, and it was not a just a, a small amount of blood, but I was bleeding. Seconds after he had pulled that out of my mouth and blood came up, I was up and out of that chair. The dental office was on the third or fourth floor of an office building in downtown, and they had the old-style elevator with a guy operating the elevator with the uh, grate that he would pull. I didn't wait for the elevator. I went down the wide staircase, so let's say three flights of stairs. I went down that as quick as I could go. I had the bib. I'm, I'm bleeding. I went out, down those stairs, onto the street. I had enough sense to look both ways. I ran to the other side of the street, and I'm standing there with the bib still around my neck, bleeding. Eventually, my mother and the dentist appear down on the sidewalk opposite me, outside the office building, the dentist in his white dental smock. And both of them are imploring me, come back over here, come back, come back into the dentist's office. Well, no way is that going to happen. Again, we lived relatively close to downtown, I mean, five or six blocks. I simply ran home. It was very clear I was not going back in that dental office. I'm sure when my mother finally arrived home, she, I mean, she was embarrassed and knowing that this guy had ignored my comment that he had hooked my uh, gum. But, she, you know, you have to go see the dentist. Well, 
Eventually, I said, I'm not going back to that guy. Eventually, my mother uh, tried to hide that we were going to a dentist office. So we would get in her car and think that we're going to the grocery store or something and pull up into a parking lot. And I would see the sign for that it was a dentist office. I was out of that car and I was off and running. I don't care if we were two miles, three miles from home, I was gone walking home. I was not going to a dentist's office. The only, I can imagine, the only way that my mother could have gotten me in there is probably get a police officer, get me in a straitjacket, and even if you then put me in and strapped me into a dental chair, I would have been moving my head back and forth and probably bit the dentist's finger as soon as they came near me. I was not going to a dentist. So I avoided going to dentist. I did not want to go. At some point in in high school, talking with a friend, I knew I did need to go to a dentist at some point. And just talking with friends, asking about their experience with dentists. And finally, one of my friends told me about a, a dentist that was very gentle, would listen to what you were saying, and if they were going to give you a shot of Novocaine, even numbed the area where the shot was in. Those conversations over a period of, I would assume, months did lessen my fear of dentists and allow me to make an appointment and go in for a dentist. I had a couple cavities. The experience was exactly as my friend had described. I really did not have any negative feelings about that dentist. But that was my little window into the medical profession. In every occupation, there are people who will not listen to the customer, not listen, that they know what is correct and you cannot tell them otherwise. The medical profession is no different. As my sister likes to uh, joke, remember, 50% of all doctors graduated in the bottom half of their class. Now, I'll explain the title of this episode, The Explorer. The instrument the dentist hooked into my gum, it's a little metal probe, with a hook and sharp point on the end. That's called an explorer. That's what its name is in the dental profession. A little while back when visiting a dentist and they were probing around in my mouth, I asked him, by the way, what's that little hooky thing that you use? What's that called? Oh, that's an explorer. Well, now I know who my enemy is. Again, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode.